Hello, hello, and welcome to Hospitality and the Infinite Game, a podcast series focused on answering one simple question. What type of hospitality industry do we actually want to create? In these episodes, Michael and David discuss big ideas that might set the foundation for a different model of success. A model which would allow us to piece together a bold new way forward, where our businesses can thrive whilst making a positive impact on people, communities and the planet. We make no claims to have all the answers, far from it in fact, but we hope these conversations might just get you thinking. We are learning and hopefully you'll learn with us. So join us. The game is afoot and it's an infinite one. Hey Michael. Hello David. I think we got a bit of a challenge today. This episode is going to test us a little bit, I think. Um, in theory, the title sounds pretty straightforward, right? Profit and purpose. Yeah, hand in hand. Um, but the problem is, like all the books, I, I was starting looking through books as we were preparing for this, and it was my job to find some kind of structure in this, and I found out that, you know, this is actually, you know, a lot of people talk about purpose. Yes. And also a lot of people talk about uh, purpose uh, trumps profit and, and so on but I don't think that it's that simple and as you'll probably find out as we discuss this the next 25 minutes is that it is probably not that simple I think that's what I'm scared about <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I almost have more questions than answers but I guess maybe that's the part of part of this journey here is us us exploring that so yeah let's see I mean I want to believe this is the thing as well I want to believe we both want to believe that profit and purpose can go hand in hand and that actually profit can and should, there's that dangerous word again, should be generated from a purpose-led business or having purpose in your business. But are we just wanting to believe that? Can we find enough reasons to make that stack up as a theory? So I guess if we're going to dig into that, the first question has to be, what do we mean by the word purpose? I know you have your definition, so hit me. So the purpose is like, you know, I think most businesses start and any, every entrepreneur starts the business with uh, uh, a purpose uh, in a way. And purpose, again, purpose doesn't have to be that you want to change the world or save the planet. Purpose could be that you just want to be the best workplace in the world. I want to, My purpose is that my product would add values to people's life. Um, and I think sometimes purpose becomes a bit... Uh, you can't have a purpose if you're not part of saving the, the planet in a way. But I think it's much more complex than that. Actually, I think there's three main areas because in my world, you can have a deeply... A genuine purpose just uh, creating a great place to work for people if that's your intent as an entrepreneur to create I want to create a great place to work for people and then I believe we're going to create some great revenue stream and products solving that another thing could also be that you know maybe you are part of solving community problems okay great um, where you say that like my purpose is to take homeless people from the street and give them a a job and change please is a great example of that we mentioned him before here on the podcast uh that's purpose for me as well like there's a very strong purpose to drive everything you do in that business around purpose 
Um, and then there is the one, the big one, the people who want to to save the the planet. So you have would have something like Greenpeace. They are out there too. They are activists almost. Their solely purpose is always about saving the planet, and that where it becomes very big and complex. But I think purpose is a is a direction as well. Okay. And many many businesses forget that purpose always comes like something that ignites fire in people, but also it's about the direction of a business and the intent of that business is. Okay, so that's really interesting. So there's a few points in there that neatly bring to mind. So you've almost highlighted people, community, and planet as a different. They're different scales of purpose that you're discussing there, which actually I think is a really interesting way of of looking at it. But all of those seem to be united by a selflessness or, or the pursuit of something bigger than yourself. So I guess that would be part of the definition of purpose is that it is something bigger than us. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, and I think also that's what, you know, I know some people say that they get out of bed every day to make money, but I don't think that makes them feel uh, as a whole person. That's my belief. So it's actually that thing that makes you get out of bed every day mm-hmm. in a way. But that doesn't mean it has to be this incredible, wild thing that you want to change the world. Right. It can just be that, you know, I want to create one job at a time and put a homeless person in that job and actually create a bit of life for them. So again, I think... I think uh, it could also be that you want to make sure that uh, every product you s- uh, sell is going to have a positive impact on uh, the consumer's life as well. That's, That's interesting. Uh, so I guess actually that does link back up with the original episode we did on donor economics where part of the question on how we need to look at the economic system we have is to understand that everything exists within a wider whole we all exist within the planet the community we have we have staff so so the purpose really comes out of simply an acknowledgement that the complexity of the system is is something we need to respond to so the selflessness comes from really understanding that as individuals we can't do it all and we need to collaborate so therefore to collaborate we need something to unite us and move us along yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think it's also when you talk about purpose in the world we live in today. I think also it's like, a, in a way, our way of actually trying to make this paradigm shift that's happening, where we're going from a very industrial kind of way of operating to a more inclusive way. That somebody called it a teal paradigm, where you know we're all connected and we don't need we all understand we have a role to play and we need to find our own role and it becomes a, like a spaghetti kind of world uh and i think it comes from that kind of thing that uh, there, there's like we 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 all we all all human in a way what you tried to say before we yes. all well but all have to take our game to play uh, in with that and i think simon Sinek talks about you know uh, finding the circle of why you know so, and uh, and he says that you know when you know what your individual purpose is it's much easier for you to make bigger better choices in a way and i think in taking that back to a business when you know what your purpose is what is the thing you want to impact and i still believe and maybe i'm a bit naive but i believe that you need to have a purpose that's bigger than making profit if you want to last for decades if you go back in history and look at businesses that succeed decades after decades and decades are still here. They had from the outset, the founder had from an outset, a purpose that was bigger than himself, was not just making money, 
it was actually doing something. I'm not saying that you can't build empires on just want to make money because we've seen the examples of that. Yes, and I think we need to acknowledge that mm. at the start, don't we? Do yeah. you need to have a purpose to make profits? Well, evidently no, mm. because there are there are hundreds of yeah. examples of that within within history. As you say, can that can that last for the for the long term, or do those do those companies always end up? kind of fragmenting and, and being part of the normal boom-bust cycle. I mean, I think Simon Sinek's book, um, The Infinite Game, touches on that, Donut Economic touches on that, and all of those are are interesting um, in terms of picking out specific examples that, that sort of support that theory. But I guess, yeah, we should acknowledge that we are making a certain assumption that that, that purpose, uh, that, that word that is massively overused, like sustainability, but that idea of purpose is something... A, a set of principles or a principle or a vision that is bigger than yourself because you acknowledge the existence of other human beings on this planet and therefore we're trying to make sure we do something beyond ourselves so that would be i guess our final I, definition yeah and i think i think just to touch a little bit more on purpose because i think often purpose again it's becoming a thing that you think you need to write down purpose is actually the deceit of your story Okay. And you're, if you, I believe as we go forward uh, as businesses, I know some businesses can still own infrastructure and energy sources and airplanes and stuff like that. Don't maybe don't need a story right now, but I believe as we go forward, because like what has created this world is our ability to share stories. So your purpose is the seed for the story, the story about you and why you're here and why. I should join you or spend my hard-earned dollars with you or pounds for that sake. And I think it comes down to, so if you don't revisit or don't have a clarity of your purpose direction, I call it, how are you then going to tell the your story that's going to change something in the world? Yes, that's really interesting, actually, because that ties into, um, I don't know if you've read uh, Homo Deus by uh, Noeva Harari. So he talks in there about looking into the evolution of why basically uh, have human beings been so incredibly successful at dominating the planet probably too successful <laughs> in many ways and he pins it down to our ability to flexibly work together <clears throat> and kind of collaborate and i guess what you've just highlighted there that idea of storytelling and and purpose is that is what we as individuals do to try and bring people together because you can't build a pyramid without a story because there's no way people would would join you to do it i mean that's a very bad example because the pyramids were not a consensual activity for everyone involved in building them but um effectively the modern day pyramids when we're trying to make things happen your point then is immediately we need something to unite around that will and i know you spend a lot of time looking at this and you know in, in in what you do on a day-to-day basis but that's the principle is it for you that purpose is this this seed this kernel that yeah. everything else forms around so it's it's absolutely critical then when you look at purpose it's a bit like being a farmer you you have to sometimes go back maybe and look at what you're growing and say maybe i need to yeah i was growing corn now maybe i only need to grow uh, potatoes because that's give more sense because things has developed or i can maybe grow both things but then go back and look at your purpose and say, what what is a what is our intent in the world we live in now? And because companies also evolve over time, and the purpose of them maybe 
existentially doesn't change, but uh, where they are in the life cycles, the business there might maybe change. You know, I would, I would think that you look at Warren Buffett. I don't think he set out his purpose to become a philanthropist from the outset. Mm. His purpose, he started probably with how how much money can I make on Wall Street. And then he found out there was a bit of an empty place in that journey. And he went back and redefined his purpose around his wealth and said his wealth should be for doing good in the world. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yeah, that's really interesting because that, that's when the, some of the complexity of questions come in for me as well. Yeah. Is it okay for somebody to build a career and make a lot of profit merely from understanding the mechanics of the financial systems and then become a philanthropist towards the end of their life and then you know, try and make good and do good things. Arguably, they will be doing having an awful lot more impact than I will ever have in my life. Um, but you could argue they didn't start from purpose to get the profit, but they've then taken you know moved in towards a purposeful life once they've made the profit. I mean, I, I'm kind of oversimplifying the analogy there. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's... Uh, a really interesting question but i think it stems out from the industrial society where there was few winners and a lot of losers when it comes to financial gains or the one percent or the two percent conversation in the world of wealth and i think i think again that, that, that the world also need to change we need to distribute wealth in a different way so purpose in my world is not black or white if you have a lot of money or don't have a lot of money Purpose is about this seed of how you want to live your life. You, some people call, also call them principles. Mm-hmm. And so I only call it your why. So why are you here? Why, what do you want to do? And what impact are you going to have in life? So if you are, uh, are a kind person and kind to people, you have massive impact. You are maybe changing others' lives. Uh, you know those people that just come into a room no matter what day it is. They always bring sunshine. They have massively, their purpose is maybe to just shine a bit of light on mm. other people's light with their energy. Um, but I think I think purpose is, is it's, it's become such a, you know, overused word, as you say, and I think it's very important to see it, at, taking it down to what I see it is the seed for that story you want to tell, that story you want to be part of, your hero's journey, as I normally say to people. What is your hero's journey? It doesn't mean that you need to solve all the complex problems in the world. Um, and from an organization point of view, uh, sometimes you need to find, you know, it's, it's, and it's difficult to find a cause sometimes, but often the reason why people find a cause is because they've been impacted by something themselves, either poverty or they have seen something that changed their life, that maybe something happened with illness or something, and thereby they find out we need to do something about it. Or they they seen you know we come to climate change they've been in a part of the world where they suddenly saw something how climate change was impacting people's life, and because climate change is not about as you said I think you said very rightly in the last episode it's not about uh, saving the planet it's about saving us as a species definitely and I think and then if you need again something concrete to look at think okay where where should I find that purpose and maybe you just look at what is the problems we need to solve here in the world? And the UN has helped us there. They have 17 development goals from education to climate change to poverty that we need to solve. And if you start to take part of that, your purpose suddenly have changed. So borrow that and use some of that lingo. I'm, I don't, you don't need to go into like a, a massive deep purpose yeah. conversation. No, that, that's really interesting as well. And I think um, I also come back to 
that idea I think you've talked about before about how if you're trying to do anything and build a business or a company, um, you need people around you. So you're going to be building a culture. And if you want to build that culture, which is what people do when you aren't around as the founder, then you need people to buy into the vision and purpose of what you're doing. And given that, I think, um, I can't remember who said it, but to get the most engaged employees, you need them to have purpose, mastery, and autonomy. That Those are the three things people look for to get the most satisfaction out of their job. You need to start with purpose and then give people the autonomy to, to master skills within that and deliver deliver that piece. So maybe purpose in that sense just gives us the ability to set the foundation for the stronger, best-performing businesses, hopefully. Yeah, and again, I think, again, going back, that was Daniel Pink that said that right. uh, in his... Uh, uh, in one of his books and uh, but, but what I think it's interesting here from a company point of view again think about if you want to be the the best of the best because you don't build an organization to be mediocre or the last you want to be the best so if you want to win the game it starts with understanding your purpose and the story you want to tell so if you can't clarify that to your people I think you're never going to have a winner's team mm. all the most successful business over time i'm not saying there's a lot of people have made a lot of money fast within a few years but the best companies that people like you love and rave and mm. keep on coming to have this ability to keep on involving their purpose and actually coming back to that all the time again and those people they you know they they, they last for decades but again yeah. it comes back to they are they are collected around either conscious unconscious i believe around an original purpose and sometimes it it wilts a bit and then when you see you've seen it before when they bring back the founder apple as an example steve jobs came back true, Re true. relived the purpose of apple was it was not just to, to have a million computers were actually making the best computers and help people think differently so apple's purpose is different and different being different think different and and then their product is a part of that story, but it's a lot about how they act as a culture is part of that story purpose. And story and purpose in my world, very well connected. And the problem is these things are so well connected in a way. But in a way, purpose for me is all about simple word direction. Okay, yeah, that's really interesting because another way I've thought about it sometimes is, is almost to think about the opposite. And al the opposite of purpose for me is actually apathy perhaps is mm -hmm. is a, is, a, is a, as you say is without direction is a kind of it's a shrug of the shoulders isn't it yeah. and it and there's no there's no energy in that that you can put into making something happen um in in you know, in the machine of a business or, or of pursuing something so i think that's interesting and i guess the other question comes back to uh, as i touched on ca can you make a profitable business without a purpose probably but i guess the question has to be why would you want to yeah. <laughs> why you know if we're talking about this this podcast is about the kind of businesses we want to, to try and create then we're trying to shape the future in the way that we you know be believe is right and and surely having a purpose and building around that is just a kind of essential thing you have to do right you almost you can't ask that question it's really what is the purpose I think I think it's quite interesting you know in, in, in you know if we have to put them out on a, on a scale I think there's like you know there's two types of businesses 
in the world and, and you said why why would you create a business not to may do something good and i know in period maybe you can only do the essentials like mm. we're in right now it's all about survival telling all that but uh, maybe there's a brand x and brand y and brand x uh they they have customers as you say uh they have a past they have an old business model but now as uh, the world become more and more awake for the problem is in they they are probably starting to become a commodity and they're fighting on price and i think there's a there's a big challenge between you know a company x and y is that company x would focusing on fighting on price commodity often because there's no bigger story so uh, apple is definitely not a commodity that's uh, probably uh, you're buying into a lifestyle that you're buying into becoming your raving fans in a way. And funny enough, these company that has gone in, I think you will see that when we look back in three years from now, and this is like me trying to look at you will see this business wide. Uh, they have fans, they they have a future that's bigger than surviving the next quarter. It's, it's about what they are moving ahead to do in the world, reducing impact on climate, making a better workplace, because that's an evolving, uh, thing as well it's like a muscle you have to keep on training if you stop going into the fitness center your muscles mass will shrink but as soon as you go back and work then you become stronger that's, and that's really interesting i think it, it just makes me um immediately reflect on yeah what we mean by or how we get to profit we haven't really defined profit in this no. so far and i guess it's almost profit in its simplest terms is is earning more money from something you've produced than it took to produce that thing whether it's a service or an object etc yeah. and the 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 way you're talking about purpose is with when you look at the the economics of, of profit it's about the value you add to those commodities you bring together to deliver something you know that is more valuable than, than you've obviously created yeah. and purpose is a vehicle to add a huge amount more value I mean, as we, um, Apple is a is a really good example in that they are an extraordinarily successful, financially successful company, and that's built off of the fact that the value they add is way way more than it costs them to actually do that stuff. Um, so you can, in that sense, get a clear alignment between the, the positive economic um, outcome from putting purpose at the the, the core of the company. Um, and the and the profit that should come out at the end over a long period of time as well because i guess it compounds over time yeah and i think i think that's the the case again it's a bit like uh, if you start in, in investing you know it's the compound impact there will be some years you win and some you lose and i think it's sometimes you it's easier to live out your purpose than others but again I, th I think i think what you will see here like i think this this period we're going through now and people talk about we are in a recession all that thing i think there will be some people that start fighting on price doesn't mean they don't have a purpose but they become a commodity then and i think often company that doesn't have a bigger purpose than making profit often become commodities over time so if they can't keep people believing in that making money is the most important thing in life and they can't get the team behind that. And I think at some point people will now, with all the things that's going on with on Netflix and all the information that's out about, you know, we're living in a world where we're much more connected than we think we are, that you understand that the business need to have a 
bigger purpose than make just mm. profit. It actually needs to make impact. And I think thereby these businesses become commodity. And I think the the company that's already are there, that's very you know purpose driven. Like uh, Apple is a purpose, a great example of a purpose driven business. And maybe they don't say we're purpose driven, but they are have a very strong purpose about what they want to achieve in the world because they hope with the the the, the equipment they make. They make people think big thinking, and mm. then we can change the world to a better place. That was Steve Jobs. And you can also have Patagonia, very purpose-driven business. And you will see them, I think, on the other side of this. And it doesn't mean everybody buys from them, but they understand the role that business have, and thereby that give a positive impact on the business. And it's easier to recruit. It's easier to get new customers. Uh, but again, it's a long game play again. I was going to say, do you think, therefore... In, in simple terms, I mean, I guess I'm making this binary, but is is profit inherently short term and purpose inherently long term? Is profit inherently selfish and purpose inherently selfless? And we're trying to combine those two, the kind of the yin and yang of those in any business, because obviously we can't deny that profit is a result of intelligently running a business, right? I mean, that's that that is the the fuel that goes in and also comes out yeah. um and i and I, I i actually agree with you because i am very into i said i said the last episode profit profit trumps everything but again how you use that profit and intent how you how you develop it, the profit if you have to break human rights uh social rules uh, ethical things and so on to run a business and make a profit I don't believe that's a profitable business model. It's not good for, for for all stakeholders. And that's what we need to think about. Is my business model actually doing good in the world? And the way I have to give to profit, is that a good place? I'm actually creating a great work environment. I know this is a journey and it's difficult. I'm not saying pointing fingers at anyone. But I think if your business is solely there for making profit and the way it gets to profit harms anyone else or the planet or communities, mm. That's not a sustainable uh, business in my world, and I, and I think it's about again, it's, it's an emotion about what you do, the intent of what you do. But again, saying that you know, of course, we need to make profit. Why? It doesn't matter if you have a, a great purpose if you don't make profit, because yeah. then you can't make impact. Yeah. So okay, that's interesting. It has to be a viable business, but again, it's the intent you have behind that business. Because the other trap that you can see played out sometimes is where the 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 the, the purpose seems to be talked about in such a, a big grand way that perhaps even loses touch from the business so so we work is one that jumps to mind i know uh, yeah. as they were developing i think that what was the purpose uh, at the moment like to, to alter the consciousness of humanity or something so detached from uh, you know effectively subletting offices <laughs> um, yeah. um but but what we have to i guess ask questions it's very e- not very easy it could be easy to uh, delusion or delude yourself that uh, this this pro- this purpose thing is a real, um, real tangible um, thing within the organisation. So I guess we need to make sure that we don't go down that path. And I think also like what you say there, I'm thinking how how can how can they deliver on that purpose? And I think again when you create a purpose and 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 have a purpose and. Uh, you know, everybody has a purpose. There's a purpose uh, uh, buried in any organization. It has to be something they can act on on a daily basis. It's something, you know, uh, Apple can act daily on through the developing these uh, 
laptops and phone actually helping people think differently and connecting them in the world. So there's something they can do daily through their product or their service they are delivering. And I think that's th that's the key thing. It has actually it has to be something you can live on a day-to-day -day basis and it becomes tangible. So you actually need to make your purpose into a story. The story then becomes some principles about how you operate beliefs and behaviors or b which then are your values slash your culture and how you act as a business. And that then gets transformed into your product. I think you, you know the companies where you're happy to pay a premium for, for the product is actually because it's more than just a product. It's that story you buy into, the purpose, it's that feeling it gives you when you uh, you have it on, in a way. And you would say, well, no, but some people don't care because they can't afford things like that. Uh, so, And I agree on that, and that's the challenge again, because that ties into a world problem, doesn't it, that we have people that are so poor that they actually don't feel they can't do any change or any different things for the challenges we have in the world because they just have to survive. So again, there's an uneven distribution of wealth in the world. We can go in again. So, But profit, uh, profit and purpose does belong together and it has been proving to work. There's some companies we all use in business cases around the world in business schools, but often the reason why they made profit when I went to business school often is not told. Even Unilever uh, with uh, Paul Polman, uh, came in and said that we he was one of the first leaders in uh, way back and he, he probably had been forgotten a bit but he talked about a triple bottom line it had uh, has to be good for people planet and profitability for the shareholders but they need to be equally balanced mm. and he was the first one that brought up that uh, approach and Unilever still operates after that in a way and a lot of people don't know that but again you need if you make money in a certain environment, you need to put money back into that environment, not just in creating jobs, because that's often what I use, but actually doing more. You actually have a, a citizen's right to do that if mm, you're in a position. I like that it. idea of citizens, and I guess it comes back to the, the diagram in my head almost becomes circular again. Yeah. But, you know, I often, often think of you know, the economy and money as we need to see it as a, these are all systems that are flowing. Yeah. You know, the, the job of my, me trying to earn money is not so I can go and, you know, store it in a bank vault and, and just sort of you know, jump into all the cash. Mm -hmm. It's so that I can use that money to support my lifestyle, to buy things from other people, to employ other people, to do all those sorts of things. So we need to, I guess, see the constant changing, fluctuating system that we that we live within and how purpose really reinforces that system in a, in a good way and gives us a, um, a method to make that system flow I guess is what we're trying to say which is uh, which is actually quite interesting I'm not I wasn't sure we were going to end up here um, on no, this episode uh, it took a, a surprising <laughs> change we we, we, ha we had actually prepared a script or uh, yeah. some talking points but we haven't used them much I must say because we evolved very quickly from that uh, but again, I would say that this is again like reading in the books and gone back and looked in some of the books. Uh, I'm very interesting in how you can actually use purpose as a tool in leadership because a lot of people talk about how we rehumanize organization and we've t talked about before in these episodes about gallops and people are disengaged, about you know, 83% of people on the planet are disengaged in their work. And, so on. and I actually think it comes from we're not spending enough time as organization and leaders really to understand our own purpose, the organization purpose, and actually breaking that down in something actionable. 
And you can see again, we mentioned Apple and Patagonia, they live it out into their products. And that makes them, you know, you know, almost, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine a world where they don't exist in 20 years time, but maybe I'm wrong, everything mm -hmm. can change. But again, it often, it's again, if you think about founders that has to come back into the business. I think Starbucks is a great example. They were in a dead spiral, Howard Schultz came back, he did, he said that, okay, it's all about coming back to our purpose. Our purpose is to bring values into these communities. So it started actually about how we actually, you know, treat our people. And uh, at that point they were like cutting health insurance on the people. And he said, if you want me to solve this, you need to reinstate health insurance to mm -hmm. all our employees. So again, his purpose was actually building coffee shops in communities that first of all was good for the people who was employed and they had benefits that was better than the average. Mm -hmm. And then was to create a, a third place from home. That was that was like his individual mm. purpose and with Starbucks originally. But they forgot that a bit in the scale of things. Yeah. So they got reconnected to their purpose because they could bring him in. One day he's not there anymore and they can't bring him back. So therefore have have and then you can ask the question some I discussed with some people, have they then succeeded having the, the purpose living moving on, being there invisibly, no matter who lives, leave the company. Because I haven't found a perfect example of where a founder leaves the company and the, the strong purpose stays. I think Whole Foods is a, mm. another great example, you know, very purpose driven from the outset, now owned by Amazon. Will they keep on having that Whole Foods purpose? And is that a purpose only for people, elitist people that can afford shopping in Whole Foods? Yeah. That's a, that's a great question. That's really interesting. And what I'm actually reflecting on as we come to the end of this, our sort of sixth episode is, do I have more questions <laughs> than I had answers at the beginning of us setting out on this journey? I think it's uh, it's been interesting so far, both of us trying to see how we can ask some questions and, and find some answers of how we can build a better model for, for the future and, and the industry that we both serve. How, how do you feel this is gone? Do you feel like you're learning or do you feel... I, I feel uh, I feel that I actually know less than I actually thought I would about this, even though it's something I've been studying for, for, for years and actually deeply believe that we have to participate in making the planet a better place for people, communities and uh, and the pl and the and the planet. Um, I found out that uh, I'd even you know not even close to half an answer for a perfect model about how you would implement this. Uh, what I've learned is that this is much more complex than I thought. Um, but I also, what I, another element of that is that I actually is hope there's things we can do, there's programs like the B Corp thing where you actually can start working towards it. And I think it's about accepting, you can't just, it's not like now I wanna go and do delivery like my neighbor is doing delivery and they're successful with it. This is like uh, uh, almost like a spiritual journey of changing our mindsets as well because we all need to pay our bills so we are struggling with these things. So I think what we have learned is that we have not even touched the surface and we haven't found we actually thought we will have like an overview and a model for yeah. people. We basically failed after six episodes to yeah. have an overview. We've actually got more questions. I think we need to set out on a longer journey here, Michael. Hopefully everyone will uh It's like the pilgrim journey, you know? <laughs> the pilgrim's journey in Spain. And we're walking the 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 journey now. And I th I think I think we we will uh, we will uh, 
reflect and find out how we can come back because uh, of course we haven't answered the the question we started out with yeah how do we create the model for a better industry if anyone has any ideas or suggestions then definitely send them to us yes i agree okay well see you later So that's the end for today. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope that it sparked off an idea or two for you. We'll make sure to include any links and references in the show notes. But if you'd like to start a conversation, you can email michael at hospitalitymavericks.com or david at objectspaceplace.com. You can also find them roaming around on LinkedIn, so feel free to connect. Finally, if you're enjoying this series, please consider letting the world know by honoring us with a five-star rating or even giving us a review. Okay, goodbye for now. Catch you next time for more discussions on hospitality and the infinite game.